What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Century, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. On today's episode, we're going to talk about players who played the best in preseason, who left the most to be desired. We're also going to talk about where Bleacher Report ranks the Chicago Bulls preseason play. We're going to get into all that and some more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans. So the Bulls have wrapped up their preseason play. As we all know, we're all eagerly anticipating the start of the regular season at this point to just see how this team is going to actually play once the lights are on against the Miami Heat when we open up the season. But before we get into that, I want to talk about some of the Bulls players that played the best, who left the most to be desired for. And we're going to go ahead and start the list now. We're going to start with, of course, Javante Green. I think I don't think anybody else really deserves to be Listed this at number one. Nikola Vucevic had a case to be listed at number one on this list. But it, to me, it had to be Vooch. And it had to be Vooch. I'm sorry. It had to be Javante. Um, mainly because of just nobody expected the level of play that we saw from Javante with the efficiency that we saw him play at. I mean, played so well that it may have moved Patrick Williams out of the starting line. But now, we're not here to talk about that today. We're here just to focus on the play of, of specific players. When Javante Green comes in and checks in the games, the energy immediately changes. He, he shot the ball with almost 70% efficiency overall from the field and 70% from three-point range. Now, those averages, as I've been saying, are not going to hold true over the course of the season unless we're in line to see one of the most efficient shooting seasons of a career um, or NBA history. But with that being said, the way that Javante has come in and played, has come in and, and settled his game, I've always said that it was going to be Nikola Vucevic that benefited the most from continuity. Maybe it's Javante Green, a player that was on that was on the back end of most benches, a player that even when we traded for in that Daniel Tice deal, he was a throw-in to make salaries work, and he ends up being the one that sticks around. He ends up being a player that worked himself into our starting lineup because of injury last season, but it seems like he may have just grabbed that starting spot for more for for more reasons just because of his he comes in the defense has changed. The energy changed. Last season, Alice Caruso was one of the best Bulls players to play off the ball. Javante Green, it's, it's like he saw that and said, oh, no, I can do that. Just watch me. And, and with his athleticism, with his leaping ability, with it seems like this improved shooting, if this improved shooting sticks for Javante Green, whether he's starting, whether he's coming off the bench, he's going to be one of the key players for the Chicago Bulls team. Now, you guys know, I still do very much think that Patrick Williams should be our starting a power forward. That's where I sit in that. I know not everybody is going to agree with that, and that's fine, right? Everybody and everybody can have their own opinion on that, and I can say that I can see the merit in it. While I don't agree, I definitely understand the the people who think Javante Green should be the starting power forward. Period. And for those that say, "Hey, well, Javante size," I actually got something for you. I actually looked this up, and I wanted to give this stat for rim defense players that Javante Green is guarding actually uh, uh, shoot the ball. 4.3% worse at the rim than what they do when Javon, when any other player is guarding them. That puts him in the, not elite, right, but in the 71st percentile in the NBA as far as the ability to, to play defense at the rim. Part of that's his athleticism. Part of that is his wingspan. Part of that is, is his jumping ability. But it's not as bad as you would think because of Javante being 6'4". His block percentage. This is a this and this more this also plays into how Patrick Williams needs to play better, but his block percentage. Javante Green, when he's in position for a block, 
He blocks that player at, at, at he gets 1.8 blocks in those situations. That's the same amount that Patrick Williams gets with Patrick Williams added size and wingspan. Again, that should say that Patrick Williams needs that, uh, needs to, to up that game some, but that puts Javante Green in the 61st percentile in available blocks, available blocks. So there, there's a lot to be said on understanding why Javante Green may have won that starting power forward position. There's a lot to say with that. His true shooting percentage over the course of his career has been 63.7%. That's actually the same as Patrick Williams. All I'm saying is this. While Javante Green may not be at all a traditional power forward, he may not be the, the size that we want for our power forward, he may have taken that, that starting power forward spot strictly because of the way that he played and the energy that he brought. And I don't know if a lot of people were expecting that coming into this season. Javante Green has been the player that, to me, has shined the most in preseason. But let's move on. The next player has to be Nikola Vucevic. Vooch, we are basically getting Orlando-level Nikola Vucevic. All bit, yes, less scoring, right? Less scoring in less minutes. But the way that he's, he's played defense, the percentages he's shooting at, in, in the preseason, Nikola Vucevic averaged 14.8 points per game, 9.5 rebounds, 3.3 assists in only 24 minutes. Keep in mind, he's a 30-plus minute a, a game guy on average. And his shooting percentages are all the way up to 67.6% from the field which is what you want to see from a big man who's operating near the basket and 50% from three-point range because he's being more selective about the shots that he took. Now, again, as I said with everything, it's all preseason, but I am. But it is something to be said about the, the way, the style of play, and the focus level there. Are those percentages going to hold throughout the regular season? Probably not. But Vooch, at least in preseason, has shown that he is, he is he's improved his game. He's improved his game. Number three on my list, as far as that 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 shine, it gotta be Daylon Terry. Daylon freaking Terry, right? A player that is very still very raw. All those things still apply. He's a very very raw player, but he showed an ability that hey, even while his shot is gonna be raw, even while his shot is gonna be something that you don't want to bet on right now in his NBA career, he's gonna get you turnovers. He's gonna play defense. He's gonna bring the energy. He's gonna bring the focus. Um, and he's just a fun player to watch. Daylon Terry is just a fun player to watch play basketball, and there's something to be said about that. He's energetic. Um, he can take players off the dribble a little bit more than what I was expecting. Now, that's not a, a, I don't think that's going to be a huge strength. We're not going to see Daylon Terry just taking people off the dribble night in and night out this early in his career, but it is showing that that's going to be a strength for him. So, as I said, like just watching the play of Daylon Terry, watching how, how he is and the fact that his passing, Daylon Terry, his passing is ready right now. Now, is he going to make some mistakes over the course of a rookie season? Absolutely. But that that court vision and his passing, how creative he gets when he uses the no-look passes to, to great effect, don't be surprised if by the end of the season, we're talking about how Daylon Terry earned so, so many more minutes by his play over the course of the season. Daylon Terry has played great for the Chicago Bulls. Now, the next one, code number five is because I, I, or number fours, because I really can't pit, put one over the other. Ayo Desumu and Andre Drummond. Ayo Desumu's play as the starting point guard basically was very close to what he did last season when he was the starter. Almost 11 points per game, about four assists per game, almost three rebounds per game. That's that's how Ayo Desumu played as the starting point guard in this preseason. But keep in mind, less minutes in most of those cases, not playing uh, always with the starters. A, a, a lot of those minutes not going to be with the starters in which they're which is going to be during the season. He's definitely improved. He's definitely developed some. But Andre Drummond has just come in and been such. I, and you know, I'm not even going to talk about the threes because everybody's making so much about the threes, and I don't know how much of a 
of a, of a point of his game is going to be that he he's what three for four in preseason on three point pointers. But I'm not even going to talk about that. It's the way that he's moving out there. I said this over on Locked on Bulls. Andre Drummond seems light out there. He's moving quicker on rotations. He's getting up and down the court. He even hasn't been used very much in the pick and roll in the way that we thought he was going to be. He's been used some in that, but it hasn't been solely that. Um, his, him taking people off the dribble, having the, the two or three dribble, and then kind of the roll and, and post move that he's doing. We're seeing Andre Drummond, I think, with more confidence. Maybe that's because he settled into his role, right? Andre Drummond at this point in his career, only 29 years old, but I think he understands like, hey, at this point, I'm going to be a bench player. But guess what? When I come in, my energy is going to be felt and his rotations on the defensive end, right? How Andre Drummond is playing defensively, the rebounds we knew, right? We knew that, that if nothing else, if nothing else, we were going to get rebounds from Andre Drummond. But what he's showing now is that he's even doing a little bit more rim, again, preseason, even doing a little bit more rim protection than what he was doing before. Um, I think that, you know, the way that he rotates out on defense, the way that he keeps people from penetrating and getting into the post, that's a form of room protection as well. Andre Drummond has been everything that we needed him to be and that we thought and hoped that he would be coming into this team. And we may be looking back at this towards the middle, towards the end of the season and saying, damn, the Chicago Bulls really got Andre Drummond for $3.3 million, which is crazy, crazy. So I love the play of Andre Drummond so far. Um, and like I said, I don't want to overlook or overgloss Andre uh, Ayo DeSumo, who earned that starting point guard position, came in with Alice Caruso, Goran Dragic being uh, potential people who could have t- taken that starting point guard position. And he showcased that he not only fits better with these starters, but that he's ready to be a starting point guard. Is he going to have 15 points per game or so? No. But it's, when you look at the, the, the way that this, that this starting lineup is playing, especially if it ends up being also Javante Green in the starting lineup, is that Ayo DeSumo is almost a perfect point guard to be in that situation. And so I, I love the way that these two players have played uh, hugely. And I think that it's, it's just been great to see two players to come into this team and be able to really shine in their roles in a way that was unexpected in some ways and expected in a lot of ways. But seeing it all come together in fruition has been great to see for the Chicago Bulls. And then number five on my list, it has to be DeMar DeRozan. Just DeMar Listen, I don't even know why. At this point, everybody, like, we just got to stop. DeMar is going to get you 20. He's going to get you 20 points, 20 to 25 points easily, and he's going to make it look effortless. Like, there are games out there where I'm like, damn, it didn't feel like DeMar shot that much. Wait, he got 22 points? He got 22 points? Stuff like that from DeMar. DeMar is just ready. He's in midseason form already. He's going to be a big part of why the Chicago Bulls team, if they find success early, he's going to be a big part of that with others. So, Hey, that's my list on, on Bulls players who shine the most in preseason to me. Let's get to the flip side. Let's get to the negative. What players played the worst in me or left a lot to be desired? And I think first up, we have to go with, and I, and I, keep in mind, I'm saying this with the caveat of it being preseason, and I'm saying this also with the caveat that I know that this is going to get better for this first player, but we've got to talk about Zach Levine. Zach Levine looked rusty out there. He looked like a player that was working himself back in that maybe he wasn't as much as we heard about like how he was popping, how he was... Uh, all that all that type of things in preseason in the training camp none of that came to fruition he looked rusty out there he looked like a player that was still trying to get his rhythm together um but it left a lot to be desired and it left a lot of question marks but i think those question marks are going to be answered very early in the regular season but i'd be remiss if i did not say that you know the play of zach levine it, it left a lot to be desired in preseason next one up Marco Simonovic, and mainly because Mark, where is Marco Simonovic? Marco, a player that with his size, his passing, his rebound ability, his scoring ability, brings it could be so much to the table for the Chicago Bulls. 
But I guess it's just his defense. It's just, or he's not grasping the concepts. He can't even find his way on the court. Marco Simonovich played less than 10 minutes in four preseason games in a time where Tony Bradley got off the bench. Costas Antetokounmpo got off the bench. And we need some more size. We need that. And so because Marco could potentially provide a lot of the things that we could want from, from somebody in Marco's place, and then he's just not giving it, just not able to get out on the court, Marco Savonovich has to be one of the, the biggest disappointments so far in preseason for me. Can he still work himself into the into the season? Can he earn some minutes? That remains to be seen. It's not looking hopeful, but his preseason, definitely a fail there in my opinion. Definitely a fail there in my opinion. Another one that we have to do is Derrick Jones Jr. While Derrick Jones Jr. has gotten some great dunks in the preseason, right? Shown that athleticism, shown those type of things. It's not a lot. It like it. It just Derrick Jones Jr. I think is going to be one of those players that's a threat to lose some minutes. Um, if he was even slated to get any minutes, because listen, Derrick Jones Jr. 6'5", 25 years old, two hundred and ten pounds. Everything that he can do, you're, you're looking now at, at, at Dale and Terry like, hey man, maybe we should just go ahead and put in the rook instead instead of instead of uh. Derrick Jones Jr. And I know a lot of Bulls fans are going to be talking about the dunks where he can get up. He can dunk from the free throw line. Listen, a dunk is worth two fucking points. And as we've seen with the Lob City Clippers, that don't really get you anywhere significant. I don't want to hear it. Just because you can jump out the gym doesn't mean that you necessarily deserve minutes on the team. Now, I will say this. Derrick Jones Jr. at times, he is a solid shot blocker. He's a solid rebounder. And Derrick Jones Jr. isn't a bad passer at all. But we didn't see a lot of that in the preseason, even though he played minutes. And the time that he got a chance to start, I thought, oh, Derrick Jones Jr. is about to show why he's about to get a lot of minutes this upcoming season for the Chicago Bulls. Didn't really stand out. Didn't really do too much. So Derrick Jones Jr. has to be on that list for me personally. And like I said, that's just me being honest as well. And one of the people who are always going to be losers anytime you're doing type of, some type of this because he just hasn't been a good player is Tony Bradley. Tony Bradley just getting blocked as many times as he was. I think that was game three. Maybe that was game four. Um, Tony Bradley, another player kind of like Marco, is that when you look at Tony Bradley and when you look at the measurables, 6'10", 248 pounds, over seven-foot wingspan, um, even his advanced stats, his plus 36s are, look pretty good. But guess what? It doesn't come to reality. It doesn't come like that's not how he plays even when he gets more minutes. And I know a lot of Bulls fans think, well, Tony Bradley just needs more time uh, or needs more chances out there on the court. you got to earn those. And Tony Bradley, in every chance that he gets to shine, only being 24 years old, just does not play well. He just does not play well. So, you know, Tony Bradley, that kind of rounds out my list there. You guys let me know who were some of the Bulls that you thought shined, who do you think didn't, who stood out, um, who do you think played badly over the course of the preseason. Let me know all that down below. Now, before we go, I do want to talk about this. So, Bleach Report has ranked all, uh, all 30 teams' uh, offseason off grades after the preseason, after seeing play in the preseason. And before, while they ranked the Bulls pretty low, uh, the Bulls grade actually got bumped up to a C plus now. Um, when you look at, uh, I think now seeing the play of, of Goran Dragic and Andre Drummond and how they play together, uh, Daylon Terry as well, it raised that up some for the Chicago Bulls. And so, you know, shout out to the Bulls for being able to kind of turn some heads. If I had to give the Bulls preseason an overall grade for me, it would just be, I, I'd say, I'd say a, a B minus, right? Because from some of the players that I was expecting to take leaps, like a like a Patrick Williams in the show a lot, even though in that last game he did show a, a, a lot in that last game. It was against you know second and third string competition. Uh, Zach Levine leaving a lot to be desired, but Dalen Terry showing it. Andre Drummond being was even Goran Dragic showing what he was showing. This overall I think was a solid preseason, at least a, enough to see that the Bulls' offense has changed, the defense has changed, some Vooch has changed his focus. Um, 
So yeah, that's where things sit right now with the Chicago Bulls heading into the start into the start of the season. Super excited for the first game against the Miami Heat. I think it's going to be something that um, I think it's going to be something that wakes up a lot of people for exactly how this Bulls team is going to play, both positively and negatively. This Bulls team, like I keep saying, they're going to be tested early. In the first week of the season, we got some teams that are definitely slated to be playoff teams. And so this team is going to have to show up. They're going to have to step up, show some things on what they have and what they have improved on and what the new focus is for this team. Let me know, what is your excitement level right now for the Chicago Bulls? Do you think the Bulls are going to get a win opening night against the Miami Heat, who is another team that, to me, hasn't looked the best in preseason? So we'll talk about all that. I appreciate you guys so much, man, and, and everything that you do for this channel. Thank you for being the best part of the channel. Make sure you're following us at Bull Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullcentralpod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We're the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys. And like I like to end every episode on, go Bulls. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of The Break Break Media. Media.